previously on Rolling with Rainbows. Pierre leads you to the car, where your Uncle Monty and Mrs. Thatcher are waiting, and he opens the door for you to get into the back seat with them, and he gets into the front, and your friends are following just a little distance behind. Monty barks at Pierre to drive right away. Felicity and Serena, as you're approaching the car, something seems off. As the car starts to pull away, in the back seat of the car, sitting next to Octavia, you recognize the English man and the English woman who came to the Lighthouse Basement Laboratory. Weezin softly or softly weezin, am I right, folks? That's the question. To wheeze or not to wheeze? Now I'm kind of imagining like a Cthulhu office comedy where like all of the eldritch gods are just like at the water cooler shooting the shit, you know? Oh, there's actually a really cursed anime um, called <laughs> where, where all of the Lovecraftian deities are anime girls. Oh, no. <laughs> Do, do they date HP Lovecraft? Um, I can't remember. It's it's called oh, like uh, Nyala. It, it's about Nyala Fatep. Is it is it called Nyala Fatep? <laughs> I wish it was. How do you spell Nyala Fatep? Wait, no, wait. The better, better anime joke. Is it called calling... Nya? Nyala Fatep? <laughs> it's about Nyala Fatep. If he was a cat girl. <laughs> It's it's actually called Nyaroko Crawling with Love. Incredible. Crawling <laughs> with Love. Jesus Christ. Well, I think that we've solved the great anime debate because that is cursed. <laughs> also featured. Uh, who who else is in this show? Mm, I want to find out because I'm pretty sure like Shabba? what other what other Lovecraftian deities we got. Here? Well, the cool thing is that about the Lovecraftian deities, and I was saying this to Nat the other day, is that all of Lovecraft's work are in, uh, are in the public domain because he never copyrighted anything because he was inherently suspicious of lawyers because, you know, they're Jewish. Um, so... <laughs> uh, I was kind of on his side oh, until that came, came to that. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? It's, it's less interesting. Um... So the way they do it is that each of these anime girls is from a planet, and the planets are where the entities were from for Lovecraft thing, and it's like a, they're oh. all like space cops by the looks oh, of it. Oh, gross! Yeah, space um, cops is less interesting than. So there's um, there's Nyaroko, uh, Hasuta, <laughs> and uh-huh. uh, Kuko, who is from the Cthulhu. You planet. met Hasta. <laughs> you you met Hasta so far in the podcast. Ha- yeah. Hasu- Hasuta, not Hasuta. He has like several different names. That's one of them. Is it? Yeah, he's also called Asatur. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I- I'm literally reading the wiki right now. And he's the Wild. he's the hope he sees this king in yellow. <laughs> I just think that that um Robert W. Chambers. I've kind of been considering getting a tattoo of of the of some of the cover art from the book because it's like just subtle enough. Because I do kind of uh. want something vaguely Lovecraftian. But, like, That's I don't nice. want to be one of those, like, beady goths you see on the tube. <laughs> well, I'm planning to get an entire calf and thigh tattoo of Cthulhu, because I do want to be a beady goth you see on the tube. I'm so, so sorry I've accidentally slighted you. <laughs> start. On that wonderful note, let's begin. No! <laughs> the podcast! <laughs>
Um, I, I'm telling you now that is gonna be a yell. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm looking at my notes and it says in 20 days it all ends. That's good. Um, oh, that's a good note. That's to start. like a it's like a thing. So I think that Pierre did come back out and pick up Felicity, um, Serena, and Annie Rose. Okay, I really wasn't expecting that. Ooh, he okay. did come back out and he picked them up. Um, but it okay. took a little while because I actually said that it took a couple of hours to drive out to the stones. So I would say that you probably had you know had a couple of hours to shoot the shit while while you were waiting. Okay. What does that look hmm. like? Just broad strokes, you know. We don't have to do that whole scene, but just like what do you, you know? What do you talk about with the lesbian cat girl you just rescued from the dream dimension? Oh yeah, I um, I feel like one of the things Serena wants to know is how long. Like, does Serena remember her experience as a cat particularly well, or does it feel like it was like a blur or a dream? I know we were in the dreamland, so that's a bit <laughs> on the nose. But well, no, that's. I mean, no, I mean, it's not on the nose. It's exactly right. So that's the thing. Like, it does feel like a dream. It's just that you, because you went through it with other people, you know it was real. Okay, but like, what? Like our perception of time during that time. Yeah, so it's basically been several hours, but it felt like about two days. Okay. But but how long did it feel like for Annie Rose, I guess, is what Serena wants to ask. Because mm. she was got like, we don't know exactly how long she was gone, but it was at least like a week or so, right? And that True, could, yeah, like, she was yeah. on ages. Time dilation could have like messed her up a bit. Yeah, I would say that she probably felt like it was about two months that she was a cat. Wow. Oh, wow. Shit. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking get it. Absolutely. Well, she loved it. She did. Can you imagine like two months of just like a vacation where you love it? That's the main thing that she relates to you is that she fucking loved it. Yeah? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, Felicity asked Sunny Rose, so did you love it there? Did you love being a cat? <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, I'm imagining you're on the ear in the car on the way back with Pia <laughs> and Annie Rose is just like, "Oh yeah, I loved it there. Uh, it's great being a cat. Oh, what's not to like?" But you're happy to go back and you know see see Hilda. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm so. I mean, I'm. It fills my heart that she would send you all out to come get me. I know how dangerous that all was for you. Thank you, sincerely. Well, I'm, I'm so glad that we managed to get you back. Yeah, that was, um... You know, we nearly didn't, so... I mean, I do... It was really cool being a cat. Hmm. It was really cool being a cat, though. <laughs> it was pretty cool. I did love it there. <laughs> <laughs> so, does everyone love it there? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm getting the impression that everyone might love it there. <laughs> I mean, the data is still being analysed. But um, so far, it's two for two. Mm. Mm-hmm. At least. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that Pierre pulls, uh, pulls up to Annie Rose's place, which I think she... No, you know, I never gave you any kind of address for that, so I think that... Yeah, we had Hilda's number. That's all we have. That's a point. So I'm going to imagine that maybe you go into town, you make a call from a payphone, 
and then you and then from that you get the address you know you go to annie rose's place and um do you both take her in or do you just drop her off there yeah i feel like we we take her in um but while we're like waiting i guess um no there's no sign of of what is it? The Yellow Brotherhood, that's Yeah. It. The Brotherhood of the Yellow Sign is what it's called. I got it wrong a whole bunch the first time I talked about it. Oh, no. And I had to look it up in between sessions and kick myself no. for being a dumbass. Um, you don't see any sign of them. Consider, though. we just roll with what you said originally, and we act like that's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> and we cut all this out. <laughs> I already called them the Brotherhood of the Yellow Sign correctly a whole bunch in the um Uh, dreamlands okay well it was worth a try (laughs) yeah neither when you're waiting nor on the ride back except for you do see the same graffiti you saw on the way out right like that they had they like etched it into a telephone mast at one point um that's really all you see of them okay but yeah uh when you take her in i think that um who opens the door to Hilda and Annie's flat is uh, Mark, their friend. Um, You know, I mean, when the door opens, there's a waft of smoke. It seems like this guy just smokes like a chimney. But like... uh... Felicity stands back a bit she's still a bit nervous <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair 1920 so they didn't know if it, it was a they didn't know it was a health hazard back then right no it's the it's literally the fire that she's scared of oh yeah, she's got it <laughs> yeah. I didn't um, even think about that, yeah. yeah. And he opens the door, and his mouth is agape, because I think if you recall, he wasn't really expecting that uh, she would come back, basically, yeah. uh, grim as that is. And he and he can't find anything to say, but she's just looking straight past him to Hilda, who's on um, a little sofa in their small apartment, and she's clearly been still been crying more. And the two women lock eyes and run past Mark, shoving him out the way and embrace and and kiss and then uh becoming very self-conscious hey, they that's, uh, that's notice gay. the strangers uh <laughs> um Felicity, uh like looks away and this is but but says so clever <laughs> <laughs> and hilda <laughs> hilda says uh no it's all right um it's uh, they, they they know and actually she um well they know Thank you so much for getting my Annie Rose back. I and and she's crying and Annie Rose is crying and Mark is still mouth agape and, and silent, but he's crying too. And uh, she says, I, "I don't know what I could possibly do to thank you. I w- would you like a, a, a cup of tea or anything?" It's fine. You don't need to. You don't need to thank us. Uh, actually, yeah, that 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 doesn't sound half bad right about now. Have I you would got love a cup of tea? Um, lo- lots of milk, please. <laughs> Come, sure thing, coming right up, and she like disappears into the into the kitchen. But like, I think that she and Annie Rose are like holding hands, so they just move together because they don't want to be apart right now. And um, Mark like looks between you, uh, yeah, like looks from Felicity to Serena, Serena to Felicity, and what what happened? I are you what? How did you get her? Where did you find her? You seem surprised. I... And, and his brow furrows. And he says, No, okay, this is all some wind-up. This is some practical joke. I'm gonna... 
I'm gonna take a walk, and he um and he what? brushes past you and and, wa- and walks out of the um out of the building. Could I um could I make a psychology check? Uh, yeah, sure, if you want. Because I I know that he didn't believe that we'd be able to find her, but uh, I you know you you sort of expect him to like be okay. I'm I'm sorry that I, I yeah. didn't believe in you, but this is like too. It's no, like give me the check. What's your um... yeah? Uh, my psychology is thirty six. Speaking of which, we leveled up uh, because it's yes, another downtime. Did. So um. Uh, anything particular you're, like, excited about leveling up? Uh, my spot hidden is now 85. <laughs> oh, fuck! That's gonna be helpful. Um, okay, nice. It's fine, but, but, it, like, I can see the thing, I just can't, like, most of my other stuff is still pretty meh, so, like, I can <laughs> okay. see what will kill me, and <laughs> then it will kill me. So what is your psychology now? Uh, 36. Okay, give me that roll. 60. Nope. Uh, nope. Okay. This is like a freebie. This isn't you understanding Mark's psychology, but it is, yeah, the freebie, right? We're in a world where it's an explicit part of the system that people suppress things they can't understand. Okay. So do with that what you will. Anyway. Um, yeah, you're alone in uh, the living room of this small apartment that these two women share. Um, the two of you, because Mark's gone out. Um... Yeah. Uh, well, what do you do in this in this space now? Um, I, I guess I like have a look around, um, like their home. Yeah. So it's a it's a very small apartment. There, you know, there there can't be more than like the the most basic <laughs> rooms in here. Um, there's a there's a guest bedroom that has a bed in it. Like there's a there, there are two bedrooms, but one of the bedrooms, although it has a bed in it, is very obviously like a study and studio uh, for for working in. You know, it, it strikes you like that they keep it essentially for appearances, like it's a, it's the other bedroom, you know. Ah, uh, um, okay, yeah. And then like they have a small living room, which is basically just um, the one sofa that like essentially stretches wall to wall because like that's how small all the rooms are in this in this flat, and um, it has a pretty large, old-looking radio, one window out to a fire escape, and, like, you know, a, a busy kind of floral green wallpaper in most yeah. of the rooms of the apartment. Cute. Okay. I mean, it's it, it's cosy, is what it is. <laughs> that is the word we use when we don't want to despair. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, but, like, you know, compared to <laughs> compared to the hotel where Serena's been staying, yeah, like, I imagine, I imagine it's a similar size, but just the fact that they've been able to make it their own, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. So what brought the two of you to your paranormal investigations? Yeah, Annie Rose is lingering in the doorway to the kitchen and she says, uh, Oh, well, for me, it's um, kind of a funny story. I, um, I, uh, how to say this? Uh, a few years ago, I heard a, a legend. It's like a kid's tale because uh, I work at the school. Uh, I heard the kids reciting this 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 tale about this old guy, and uh, I went to to see if he was real. I don't know why. It's just it's a, it's such a strange thing. I just <laughs> went to go check it out, and there was this old fella in the in in the swamp, who um. He told me about, and that's the funny thing. I I have a lot of trouble remembering now. <laughs> What he said, it's like my brain wouldn't fit it in, you, you know, in in one ear, out the other, and hmm. But he told me what? about some 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 stuff. Uh, 
that's been going on around Rhode Island for a long time, and I um, that just got me set off on it. And then I met, and then I, <laughs> I met Hilda, and it turned out she'd uh, kind of always been into this stuff since she since she was a a wee one. Hmm. When you say old fella in the swamp, like the the one the one way out um way out west. Oh yeah, by um. I, I guess that's the only swamp that you could mean, but. I didn't know anyone lived out there, you know? It's, it's Yeah, so... the, the the big swamp. Most people think it's uninhabitable. There's an old hermit. Uh, it's the, all gators uh, and, and mozzies. The know? kids think he, the, the, the adults around here all think he's a, a, a legend. The, ki- the kids think he's a, a, a nursery rhyme. But uh, I went and checked it out, and he's, a, he's, he's an old guy. It was a real hassle getting there, though. There's some um, scary stuff in there. What kind of scary stuff? Uh... <laughs> Have you ever seen a crocodile grow and not stop growing? I don't think so. I can't say that I have. I saw an uh, an owl there too, and it just looked impossible to look at. It was uh, bigger than an owl you've ever seen and gnarled, like it had just gotten too old. I don't know. It's all it was out in Kim- huh. Kingston Swamp. That really set my um set the gears turning for me. That was when I really got interested in that stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I came across the Atlantic looking for such things. Um, um, I'm um, feeling very excited that I've uh, managed to actually find them. And Hilda comes out with a little wooden and plastic tray, I think with also like a, a kind of similar floral pattern. It seems like they've gotten like a lot of florals on their stuff. Um... With a teapot, a few, a few, a few cups, and um, she says, uh, "Is Annie Rose telling you about the the swamp man? You shouldn't go out there. You'll just get yourselves eaten." She tried to take me out again, and there was just nothing but mud. Oh, well, sounds like quite an adventure. Yeah. Um. Well, some things are worth looking into. Some aren't. And uh, I, could you both give me a spot hidden roll? Yeah. Here comes that 85. Let's see oh, it. Spot hidden, you say? Right. I failed. Um, Ooh, baby. Uh, so that's, I, I got a 34, which is a... Hard success. Hard success. So, um, yeah, I guess, Serena, you notice that there's a cat sitting on the fire escape outside, look, like, looking in at you through the window. Does it look familiar? No, it's just a cat. Do a psychology roll. <laughs> I mean, you've probably seen a lot of cats, so it probably does look familiar. Uh, I, I feel like I probably don't pay it too much mind. I think I Serena like lit her gazelings on it for like longer than it probably would otherwise, just given. Fair enough. It looks right back. Recent at you. events, um, you know. <laughs> but it looks like it's just a cat. Um, Hil- yeah, Hilda says. Um, oh, where are my manners? I are you you all um. It's so late. I do you need a place to stay? We have a spare. Uh, we have a room. Uh, you could, um, if you. It is like it is very late. It's like the wee hours of the morning for you. Oh uh, right, we popped out of the reflecting stones at an inconvenient time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am quite exhausted. That that's very kind of you. Uh yeah, I I, I actually that that sounds great. Um. Only if it's no trouble, though. 
I mean, oh yeah, it's no, it's no issue at all," says Annie Rose, and um, uh, she said, "We can uh, just bunk in the same room since we're roommates already, and uh, you can have to spare <laughs> if you want." Um, I think Serena laughs a little at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and Hilda gives like a, an embarrassed smile. <laughs> Felicity says, "It's okay, it's okay." Uh, it's, uh, like and then I think Serena's probably embarrassed that she laughs, that laughed actually. Like, oh no, I, I'm I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just need you to decide who's going to take their spare room and who's going to sleep on the sofa. You can top and tie. <laughs> sure. Why? Why? Why not? <laughs> okay. Cool. Is it a, is it is it a double bed? Yes. Yeah. I would say topping and towing in a single bed is not going to be that's comfy. True. true. That's a nightmare. No idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with that, I'm gonna kind of just assume you hang out for the night. Um, yeah. That's your that's your deal. And um, I I feel like maybe maybe um, if Annie Rose is comfortable, mm. Serena will like talk about all the stuff that they saw. Yeah. Getting her back. I think Hilda would love to hear about that, so I'm gonna kind of fade out on like you two, or the th- I guess the three of you actually entertaining Hilda with the stories of like what um, what you saw, and um, I want to find Octavia in the Bancroft Manor. Oh, uh, okay. I thought we were gonna skip straight to introducing my new character, but I guess we can do a death. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can do a death scene uh, first. It's a good bit. <laughs> if you remember the, if you remember the, uh, the library from when you were exploring the manor um, last downtime, that's where you are in one of the kind of, you know, deep deep in the manor, and um, you've been led there, and uh, you've been left alone while um, your uncle Monty went off to discuss something with Mrs. Thatcher, the housekeeper. Mm. And you're waiting there, so what's, uh, how's Vi feeling? What's going on with her? Uh, well, she's understandably extremely nervous, but she has probably put a little bit at ease, given the fact that nothing has happened so far. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's all seemed fairly normal as far as, like, Uncle Monty goes, right? Yeah, I imagine he talked for a whole while about golf on the way home. Yeah. Um, and then switched to talking about ancient Egypt as if they were the same topic <laughs> and then just barreled straight into that one. <laughs> it's very much on, on brand for him. Oh, that uncle Monty, he can't tell golf from Egypt. <laughs> Probably nothing to worry about there. <laughs> that well-known saying. <laughs> Truly. So, uh, <laughs> what's Vi doing when we find her? Like... Uh, just just sitting and waiting? Um, she's probably pacing back and forth in the library. She mm-hmm. probably isn't so comfortable as to just be sitting down and doing nothing. Uh, right. Probably okay. just sort of staying on her feet and staying uh, as alert as she can. She just sort of tries to appear casual. Mm, okay. Is there anything you want to look for while you're here? No, I don't think that she could really commit herself to actually looking for anything. Uh, I mean, like, in the broader sense, sense, uh, there are things that she's looking for, 
but not like specifically <laughs> looking for. Yes. Okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. As uh, you hear footsteps approaching, what do you do? Um, probably just like face the sound and await mm. the imminent fate. You hear Uncle Monty talking to Mrs. Thatcher, um, saying, um, "Yes, but if they try to take the borders of the state, it won't even make any." Oh, we'll talk about it later. And they um, open the door to the library. There they are. Um, Octavia, Uncle Monty, spot him. Okay. <laughs> How? Oh. Shit, fuck. That's, that's a good one. That's a lot of spot hidden. That's an extreme success. That's, you've spotted so much hidden. That's an eight. You spot whatever you God, want. fucking damn. I guess I just gotta tell you all the details of what's going on right now. So, um, let's start with Monty. Monty's manner strikes you as someone who is going to impart news. It reminds you of seeing a doctor who has to deliver a prognosis. Mm-hmm. Um... Mrs. Thatcher looks a little different than you've ever seen her before. She's assumed a, a strange manner, and she's carrying a book with a distinctive orange spine. Uh-oh. On an extreme success, let's additionally say that um, when you notice this, you also scan across the bookshelves really quickly, and you, you realize that the copy that was here in the library is no longer there. And it's been, it's been taken from its place. So this must be that one. Mm. Yeah. And last of all, Monty is holding a jar. You only get a glimpse of it. He's trying to carry it fairly inconspicuously, but when he turns his back to, to, to close the door, you see it. Is it the eggs? Uh, it's it's not the same brown glass bottles that you saw before, or that you had to put the or like you know get the eggs in. So it's it's not that same container at least. Okay, well, I just would have liked to see the eggs been put to to greater use. Cared a lot about those <laughs> eggs. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Are you just coming for me as a DM right now? Like you just you just no me that I just no 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 didn't utilize that all. lead enough. <laughs> completely completely in character. It's uh-huh. just because my character cares about something absurdly more than they should does not mean that you as a DM have to make that important. I think I mean since you made the connection, I think it's worth saying that on an extreme spot hidden, like that you can kind of piece together that like Monty. And you, you explored the mansion before and you found one of these rooms. Like, Monty likes to collect things. And he's a very eclectic and esoteric kind of guy. And he just collects all sorts of stuff for his own kind of personal enrichment and research that you don't entirely understand. And, you know, when you were exploring that room before, you found the eggs in storage. Um, so even if your mission of collecting them didn't, uh, directly yield something that you can um, see right now. Like, Monty's oh. continued researching for his own purposes has been helped by that in some way. So right. I would say maybe even just, like, noticing this, it still feel, fills you with a little bit of, like, hey, I did that thing. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad to know that my my good deed did not go unpunished. 
<laughs> yeah, it do be like that though. Anyway, so um, <laughs> uh. so <laughs> says, um, uh, "Bye. Listen, I <clears throat> I need to talk to you about something, and it's a little sensitive. Uh, and it has to do with our family. Oh, with the Bancrofts. Oh, oh no." This sounds pretty serious. Uh, immediately, Vi's mind is going to go to the doctor uh, analogy because that's where you you sort of directed her, and she's right. she's thinking: Is there a family history of of anything I need to be aware of, or is that what this is about? Okay, and Monty says. Well, well, uh, and he, he pockets the small jar he's been holding. Um, but you can see that he's still kind of fidgeting with it a little nervously. And he says, well, uh, sort of, um, after a fashion, yes, I, 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 I think you could say in a way, in a way, it has to do with actually, uh, after he sort of confirms for you that like it, it is like a, a family disease or something. Um, you know, you already got this extreme spot hidden, so I'm just going to be revealing things directly. Um, Mrs. Thatcher gives him this, this look, like she really glares daggers at him for a minute. It's very subtle, but it's really severe at the same time, uh, now that you notice it. Mm. And he changes tack, uh, as soon as, as soon as she does that. So he's saying, he's saying, well, yes, in a sort of a way, oh, I, um, no, it's, uh, well, it has to do with tradition, uh, actually. It has to do with the Bancroft family's legacy oh oh okay so this is like ah i get it am i gonna get an inheritance is that what this is about you are going to get the most wonderful inheritance that anyone could have oh possibly wished for that's so awesome i you know i I was really worried this is going to be something bad. Uh, it's so... I'm sorry for interrupting. Please go ahead. Monty uh, looks again at Mrs. Thatcher, like, uh, in a slightly submissive way, like he's looking for her permission to go on, even though you just told him to carry on. And she holds out the book to him, and he takes it off her. Who is this woman? She is the housekeeper. Um, <laughs> and he, and he, he sort of turns over the, the, the book with the orange spine in his hands. And he says, you remember this, don't you? Your childhood story, the, uh, the watchman, right? Of course. And he bends it all the way back until the spine creaks a little and flips through all of the pages, um, highlighting that they are utterly blank. And he says, uh, but you know that there's nothing in it. That's why you came here. You figured that out. Right. Have you been seeing things, Octavia? Something strange? Um, I guess you could say that. I mean, it's a little bit, it goes a little bit deeper than that, but... Yes. 
This book is a special book that Bancrofts have read one another for about 200 years now. And the book is still open in his hands and all the pages are, as I said, completely blank. Oh, that's very interesting. He says, now, okay, I know you're thinking, how do you read an empty book? I was, I was thinking that, yeah. That's a natural question that we all have. Like this, and he uh, starts speaking in a language that you do not understand and cannot pause. It's unlike anything you've ever heard, and the sounds do not sound like a human mouth should be able to produce them. And when he speaks, you know what this reminds you of is when Bast spoke, because the words, even though he's saying them out loud, they also echo through your head. And you start to picture as he's speaking really clearly in your mind's eye, almost as if you're seeing it in front of you, different places, different worlds, and the watchman carrying his lamp, his iron lamp, walking between them. And then he, the watchman, as you see him, turns his unseeing eyes to look right at you, and Monty shuts the book, and he says, well, like that, that's how you read an empty book. It's, this book is a prophylactic. There are things in our world that the human mind cannot rightfully have any place um, understanding. And this book shields Bancrofts against them. To some degree. Oh. Uh, your recent amnesia is <laughs> as good a proof as any that it doesn't work completely. That explains a lot about uh, everything that I experienced in the Dreamlands. Yes, and the Dreamlands. And um, Mrs. Thatcher clears her throat. <clears throat> and Monty says... Yes, we will, we've been aware that you've actually been... That's an interesting thing. Let's actually, yes. Um, mm, yes. And he shuffles really uncomfortably in his seat. And he says, So you have been marauding around with a couple of um, acquaintances. I... You... You can't tell them any of this. This is a Bancroft family situation. Oh, right. Well, I don't think they would understand. Well, no, quite. I mean, for one, they aren't protected. You wouldn't be able to tell them without hurting them. Right, their power level just isn't high enough. Exactly. You are powerful, and they are weak. And you would hurt them if you told them. So honestly, you're doing them a kindness when you keep secrets. There are certain things you and I, Vi... As members of our family, we can understand and we can know, and they're not for the riffraff to, uh, to hear about. Right. We're better than them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to keep quiet, but I can't not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think you know that Mrs. Thatcher and I are on the town council. The Narragansett Town Council does a little more than organised planning permission, if you understand. There are... Uh, how do I explain? In your travels, have you come across the others? Oh. Yes. I've seen it. I, I saw at least one beehole. I hate it. Uh, Pardon me? I... (laughs) I mean, I'm not sure. I think that's what they called it in the dream. Anyway, it was like a worm. Oh, no. I'm not talking about... I'm not talking about Chthonians. I'm talking about the others. Um... If you saw them in the dreamlands, they would have looked like a floating eyeball wearing a cape. Oh, those. Yeah. Yes. Well, so... The others are... A race. A noble race. Mm. Much accomplished. They have technologies that mankind could scarcely dream of. Power. Right. Power. I'm culturally primed to accept this. (laughs) Vi just says the subtext of the scene out loud. Um, (laughs) So so Monty says, um, The Bancrofts, when we came here to found the town, we, you, are part of the legacy of our family that has been going on for generations. Your parents, their parents, their parents, their parents... Old Nonny! And um, Mrs. Thatcher scowls and, and clears her throat again. And he says, and you and I, and you and I, we are, we are part of this lineage, Vi. We, long ago, your ancestor, Charles Bancroft, made a deal with the others. And... They have been preparing something, a project, a tool, uh, something that will grant immeasurable power. But it has required preparation across generations. The others live a lot longer than an ordinary human being. Mm. And he produces the jar. And uh, you should recognize this, because when you were in the taxidermy room where you saw the scuttlebutt eggs that you'd collected for him, you saw a kind of gelatinous grey-green goop that when one of you tried to get into the cupboard, it reacted slightly to the the movement of the door. Right. And that's what's in the jar. And he says, This is the fruit of the parish. Part of the deal, part of the Bancroft gift, is that the others have let us cultivate this for the last, the last 200 years, and it prolongs our lives. Oh. And it readies our bloodline. That sounds awesome. Yes. 
And here's the thing, Octavia, the, the project is nearly ready, and I'm too old. I <laughs> haven't the knees for it, frankly. But you, you could be... You could operate the Dark Child. You could. Um, you could. Okay. So I've got a couple questions there. Uh, yes. I guess the first and most obvious question is, what's the Dark Child? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, that's something that you will have to work to find out, Octavia. That's not something that I can just up and tell you about. <laughs> I'm sure you'll understand. Blood is thicker than water, but the town council, what we've been working on all this time, it comes first. And we need to know that you are with us before we tell you everything. Okay. Uh, and and the Dark Child is one of those. But it is our legacy. I can tell you that. Cool. Uh, sounds good. Second question. <laughs> uh, what does this have to do with the Brotherhood of the, the Yellow uh, Markings? <laughs> That's your own little spin on it. Um, well, I don't think Vi would remember the exact name. Um... Actually, you see something strange that you've never seen before. So Monty and Mrs. Thatcher both smirk, like a lopsided grin. And for, Mo for Monty, that's not strange at all. He's a very um, outgoing, gregarious fellow. Mrs. Thatcher, you have never seen her express this particular facial expression because it's a malicious kind of amusement. It's a kind of condescending uh, humour. And Monty says, <laughs> Oh. Oh, yes. The boys on their horses playing knights in armour. <laughs> no, I wouldn't worry about them at all. They are... They are... Men of inferior... Genealogy. Trying to play dress-up. Trying to make a deal with something they don't understand. I really wouldn't worry about the king in yellow. <laughs> okay, that's good. You know, out of character, I was really thinking they were about to invite me to Hasuda Miku's big concert. But I'm kind of glad that they're not. I heard it was going to be killer. <laughs> They're actually inviting you to the Donda listening party <laughs> three. Um, Monty says, um, oh, there is something I should tell you about. You, I know you've been exploring and you and your friends came across some things we've been working on. <laughs> uh, do you know about the portal? Um, no. <laughs> Is that a conscious deception? No. I mean, this may be a, a thing where Vi does remember, and I 
just do not. So you may have to mm. remind me about the portal. Um, well, it would be the plan that you have the the sixty foot across. Um, oh, like architectural plan. Right. The, just the way that Monty phrased that, I assumed it was something that like a physical thing that we we found, not like a plan to something. Right. Like a physical portal that we found, but I guess she's still gonna go with that. N- no. Okay, so Monty says, um, well, look, here's, here's the thing. Our deal with the others is to their benefit. It's always zero sum, you know. There's got to be a winner and a loser in every trade, right? And they are looking to benefit from this, but we have a pretty clever plan. Hmm. We are going to take uh, what they've been working on and what we have been constructing to make that possible is a a sort of gateway to bring it through so that we can have it under our control instead. And that's and that is nearly ready. And that's the thing. This is why we wanted to talk to you now because it's going to be ready in just under three weeks now. And when it is, we need to know that you're with us. And to do that, to prepare properly, all you have to do to embrace your legacy as a Bancroft is to consume the fruit of the parish. And uh, he holds the jar out to you. Uh... The grey-green goop inside of it, uh, because you got an extreme success on your spot hidden and I'm just carrying it through the whole scene, it wriggles a little bit. That doesn't look very appetizing. What does it do? (laughs) Well, caviar doesn't look appetizing the first time you see it, but... It is a delicacy. It will ready you to be the operator of the Dark Child when the time comes. But look, Vi, I know that I'm loading a lot on you. And he uh, gestures with the other hand, which is still holding the the orange spine book. I know this is a lot. And we've prepared for this. We've prepared for being able to tell you. Because we know it's a lot lot to, to learn about. Take this, and he, he holds the jar up to you a little further. He says, consider and keep it with you. And if you don't want to accept your family's legacy, well, I'll be heartbroken, but I will understand because I know this is a lot. But while you're thinking on it, there is something you could do for do, do for the council, do for the town, oh. if you want it. Sure. Fabulous. Take this with you. I'll tell you about it all in the morning. How about that? Okay. And um, Mrs. Thatcher opens the door to the library, but the manner of both of them seems relaxed. You have no reason to suspect he... Uh, doesn't mean that you can just go to bed now and they're not springing anything on you, but he is still holding out the jar to you. 
Okay, why don't I just pick this jar up in the morning? I'd like you to consider it. And I'd like you to consider it hard. Because I know this is a lot. Right. Just keep it with you and... Yeah, but I... See if it doesn't grow on you. I know it's unappealing to look at now. Right. I feel like if I just look at it for a long time, it's going to get more unappealing. (laughs) I... If I'm going to consider it, it's not going to be for how it looks. So I probably should just uh, pick it up in the morning or something. And um, still on your extreme spot hidden, there's just a moment where he just is clearly repressing an annoyance. And then he, he says... Righto, no worries. And he pockets the jar again and stands up, uh, tucks the book under his arm, and he says, um, Well, it's awful late. Off to bed with us, I suppose. And um, I'll tell you all about our job for you in the morning. Sounds good. And before I cut away, is there anything else that Vi does? Uh... She locks her fucking door at night. She doesn't want that. <laughs> doesn't want that jar anywhere near her. It'll grow on you, huh? <laughs> Look, she's been to Bath's kingdom. She knows how these things can work. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> the fact that he didn't. He's like, oh, if you if you you don't decide if you you know if you don't want to do it that's fine after like all of the hyping it up and being like i'm too old to do it it's your legacy it's got it like that's suspicious as hell (laughs) (laughs) just keep it on your person at all times (laughs) say was anyone else picking up incredibly sketch vibes from that scene Uh, no, I don't know what you mean, actually. I thought, like, <laughs> really, really wholesome scene when you let your family in on um, eldritch horrors that they've been committing for centuries. So, but um, what, what happened to the English couple from the lighthouse that were in the car? Wait, you're serious They right were now? Monty and Mrs. Thatcher. Oh, shit. Okay, no, I was really confused. I thought it was the couple from the lighthouse. It is. They were the couple from oh, the light. Oh, fuck! <laughs> oh, no, because that's the first time we've seen them. I yeah. didn't fucking clock it. Holy shit. I've been carefully making it so that you, you didn't have, like, you know, uh, a full-on exposure to oh, Monty shit. or Mrs. Thatcher. You said she recognized them, so I kind of thought that, fuck, it's just them. Wait, but when we saw them, we got the distinct impression they were not, not, not human. <laughs> Did you? Did I say that? I thought you, you said the, something like uh, that. Oh, it was the... You, you said about them making strange noises that reminded us of the scuttle. Oh, no, yeah, that, that, that was it, yeah. Okay. But I guess it was the language. The Cthulhu language shit. Whatever you say. And... <laughs> <laughs> the next thing I've got for the agenda is that Serena wanted to, or to, to get more of the, the film, the, the special film that Winkleman had been making. You wanted to, like, reverse engineer it and make yeah, it Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Uh, so here's the thing, is that you and uh, Felicity were staying over at Hilda at and Hilda's. Annie Rose's. Yeah. And at some point in the night, um, Mark snuck in and, uh, well, you know, while you were, you were topping and towing in, in the, the spare room, he slept on the couch. But you're all uh-huh. awoken at uh, about 6 a.m. by an earthquake. 
it's a it's a weird sensation to be awakened awoken by. Yeah, I uh, can imagine. Especially in a part of the country that doesn't usually experience anything like it, you're suddenly in a room that's shaking. Oh my god! I've, is this is this an earthquake? I've only read about this. Uh, what books. the what the hell is going on? <laughs> Does this happen normally here? How how like intense is it? Um. It's a rumble, so it kind of feels yeah. The the room is is vibrating. I think that uh, you hear in the you hear in the kitchen something shake off its shelf and smash. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Annie Rose's tea's probably all. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you do? Uh, um, so, lie under the bed. That's what we're supposed to do in an earthquake, yes, right? Right? Or like stand <laughs> under the door frame? Yeah, F- Felicity uh, goes, puts puts on uh, appropriate clothes and goes under the table in the living room and like per- perches there, like hands right. on the table, legs like this I is th- what you do for earthquakes, right? I read this somewhere. And Mark, who's standing under the doorway to the bathroom, is like. I I th- I think so. I don't I don't know. Uh, maybe and um uh j- probably just as you've managed to wriggle yourself under the coffee table in the living room um y- the the tremor stops. Whew. Well that was uh will it be back? And Mark says uh <laughs> God, if I if I know <laughs> that's the first time we've uh Ever had one of those around around here, right? Wow. I mean, I'm from out of town. I don't know. Do you do you have those in Narragansett? I'm pretty sure we, sure we don't. I I didn't grow up here, but you know, this part of the country is not known for earthquakes. You know what's crazy? They didn't even know about tectonic plates at this point in time. <laughs> Wait, I'm pretty sure they did. I thought it was like no, oh they God. definitely no, did because it was Alfred Wallace. I will yell. I will yell and yell. Okay, do I'll not fucking no. Close that tab. Out. I don't want to know yeah, about tectonic plates. Yeah. You asshole. You know what's crazy is they didn't even know about plate tectonics back then. Oh, I know it's, that's so crazy. It's fucked up. It wasn't wild. until the 1950s to 1970s that they fully developed the theory of plate tectonics. How wild is that? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> they didn't even know about flat um, earth back then <laughs> that's, true. that's true they didn't, oh they i hate even, it here they haven't even made they haven't even made nasa to uh to cover up flat earth back then <laughs> what were we talking about again earthquakes god good question bud <laughs> So you get your stuff together and, um, you know, after the rude awakening to the day, you know, you maybe spend a, a little while there, get ready. Um, Annie Rose very uh, gratefully makes you breakfast. And then, uh, you know, over breakfast, she points out that she, she's been away for, you know, a week and she should probably check in at the school and see if they noticed her missing and, uh, you know, what makes some kind of excuse and that she'll need to come up with a a good reason for having been mysteriously gone for a week. Oh, is she a, is a, Annie Rose is a school teacher? Yes. Just tell them it was women's problems. Because I obviously heard as a librarian, I, I, yeah. Yeah, they both love books, that's the thing. They're lesbians who love books, there you go. Ha! Couldn't be me. 
And um, after that, you're free to do what you want with the day. So, what what does Annie Rose make us for breakfast? A full English breakfast. My goodness, Annie Rose! Not the English. (laughs) (laughs) She makes you big breakfast, and it's too much, and you feel a bit bloated afterwards. Oh no! Yeah, you thought that it would be good to have the big breakfast, but then once you got, by the time you had the second hash brown. You're like, this is bad, actually. I and the toast was cold. All of it. Mm-hmm. God. Right, because that's the thing. She's done it because she's really grateful to you for rescuing her. Yeah. So you're not going to turn that down. No. It's depression era, like, not right. turning down a full English breakfast for I know. I know. She's made you the nicest breakfast she possibly can. Yeah. Oh, that's beans. fucked. Beans. And Literally. yeah, and beans. That's right. And... No, that's not what I <laughs> that's <laughs> so, not what I um... meant. <laughs> Um, you're free to, to, to head off, uh, from there. But before you do, why don't you both give me spot hidden rolls? Hmm. Wow. I failed both. Badly. Uh, my roll is... So, uh, 85 is my spot hidden. That's a 92! <laughs> <laughs> wow. You almost can't fail this roll, and you <sighs> fail. Yeah, I guess we don't see whatever it is. Just neither of you spot anything as you're leaving the apartment. Hey, we're coming up on the end of the campaign, right? (laughs) Bud, I promise you will need your luck for so many more important (laughs) things. I also feel like spending luck for something that you don't know that you're trying to do doesn't work. Yeah, no, I'd much rather spend it on something active. Yeah. Everything can have unexpected outcomes, but that is true. So, um, and it is also a mystery game, and information is the therefore the most prized currency. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, well, no, no, I'm like, well, maybe I should. No, it would be like all of it. So I have it penned in that you, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna take a trip to the library just because the library has been popular every time so far. Oh. Um, are you in, into that plan? Um, yeah. I f- feel like I was. I feel like we were very concerned about Vi. Uh-huh. I feel like we would at least call and check in and see if she's okay. That seems fair. Because... I imagine you could do that before you left the apartment then. Yeah, so we're like, hey, have you got a phone book? We need to check on our friend Vi. And, it, you know, as I've already described, it's a very small apartment. Um, Annie Rose says, um, oh, I'm so sorry. We don't um, have a phone, a, a landline in here. Um, it's we We don't have the money. And um, Hilda, Hilda says, uh, "Yeah, we we actually use the uh, it's it's in the lobby. You're gonna have to call from the lobby of the the, the building. I'm sorry." And so um, you ring up the Bancroft Manor, and an older woman's voice is on the other end of the line. Hello, Mrs. Thatcher. Yes, this is the Bancroft Manor, uh, Mrs. Thatcher speaking. Can I uh, direct your call, anyway? Is is Vi there? Who, may I ask, is calling? This is Felicity. I, I, you, we met the other day. Oh, yes. Um... Or was it yesterday? Yeah. We, we met yesterday. We saw each other yesterday, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got lost. Do you remember? And um, she says, one moment, please. Um, so yeah, might as well cut across to, um, the Bancroft Manor, since we're connecting things up. Um, Vi, you're also awoken by a a little earthquake. Your bedroom is shaking. What's up? Well, my first thought is, 
Oh no. The great goose got me. <laughs> yeah, maybe you yeah. <laughs> but it's not that. Your room is just shaking. But it's chill. Don't worry about oh. it. Oh. Well if it's not that, then it's chill. Probably shouldn't have to worry about it. <laughs> um and after a little while it's it's all fine. What do you do? Well, first I check to make sure that there's no secret jar of grey goo that's been planted in the night. <laughs> Outside a, your bedroom door. Give me a spot hidden roll, I guess. 44, which I believe is just a normal success. My spot hidden is 59. Then, uh, yeah, you successfully search the room and there is no secret jar of goo anywhere. No. What? <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh man. <laughs> uh. And, um, so then what do you do? Well, I guess it's time to go get that, talk to Monty about the quest yeah. or the, the thing that I can do for the town council. So Monty's having the big breakfast. Um, it's too much and he will regret it. But uh, what do you order f- from the, the cook, I guess? Uh, I think something pretty light. Like what? Um, good question. Uh, probably just eggs and maybe a piece of toast. Solid breakfast. Uh, over breakfast, Monty tells you about William Henry Arch, a name you may remember if you give me a no roll. Okay. Let's roll it (laughs) that's a fail my education is 60 and i've rolled a 70 (laughs) um well i'll tell you anyway because it is just like a character memory thing but like you don't remember the full details but you do remember you learned about it during your dream quest you've heard the name before you so you know okay you failed you failed your no roll so i think at the start of the conversation he's more like um have you heard of William Henry Arch? Uh, it sounds familiar, but no, I don't think so. Well, um, you see, he's a fellow I know through some business concerns. He's, he's, he's rather well known. Um, I thought you would have. He, he's famous for curing Garvey's itch. And uh, he discovered a mineral deposit somewhere southwest of town. And he's been... Uh, mining it and uh, producing this um, cheap, clear uh, photo stock. It's Wait a minute. A, <laughs> making him a tight amount, I believe. But um, the thing is, do you recall what I told you about the others? Um, not to... I don't know. I don't know what you could possibly be referencing in regards to photo stock. No, 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 this isn't, that's just his business. Listen, listen, listen. The others have been here for a lot longer than, uh, even before we discovered the continent. They have, they have sites buried all over Rhode Island, and, uh, well, his mining has turned one of them up. So... The thing is, I'm going to need you, and you can take your companions along if you want, and no, see no harm in it, as long as you don't tell them anything, uh, to go and find out what he knows, because this is part of what the council does. We have to control the flow of information. 
You know what I mean, Vi? We talked about this last night. Right. There are things that we know that aren't for everyone else to know. Well, what what can you tell me about what he's unearthed? Well, <laughs> it's uh, it's not a thing I understand te- terribly well myself, but there there's a certain kind of machine that the others have put all over the place. And, um, you know, um, he, he's dug one of them up. And I think it's, I think it's come with some of their other artifacts, too. It could be dangerous in the wrong hands. And, well, personally, I, I'm not sure whether he's the right hands. That's why I'd like you to go and find out. Oh. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't mind. Fabulous. Thank you, Vi. He, uh finishes munching down the last of his uh, completely cold toast, because it's always cold by the time you finish the English breakfast. It's it's a stupidly sized meal, and it shouldn't be that big. Um, and he and he pulls up his, out of his pocket a little jar. It's the jar from yesterday. And he says, And, of course, you'll need to take this with you. I imagine you might be out at his company town for a few days. Oh, <sighs> it sounds quite dangerous. Listen. Are you sure that's a good idea? You going out on this? I have the utmost confidence in you, Octavia. No, this... You said that our family's been cultivating this goo for, like, 200 years. And you want me just to take it... Sourdough starter. You want me... (laughs) You want me just to take all of that out on a road trip? Oh, this is just some of it. We grow it. We grow it, Octavia. Oh, so there's more. Well, yes, it's the fruit. Okay. Well, I just, I just didn't want you to give me two hundred years worth of fruit, and then <laughs> me to lose it or something. No, no, no. No, this is just a month's worth of fruit. Listen, today's the first. By the third, you need to have this if you're going to operate the Dark Child. So take it with you, there's a good gal, and find out what Arch knows, and then let us know. That's all you have to do. I can do that. Could be fun. Take your friends. Get a little bit of uh, coast air. Can I take Pierre? Pierre will drive me, right? Of course. How else would you get there? (laughs) Would you take public (laughs) transport? (laughs) Well, I figure one of my friends probably has a driver as well, but... No, but seriously, there is no public transport. We don't fund it. Well, yes, of course. Could you imagine if they could get to the manor? Exactly. You know, I reckon there'll be a... I reckon you'll have a good view of Block Island from the coast there. Of what island? Block Island is just a real a real uh, Narragansett um, <laughs> Uh, landmark. It's just a little. It's just a little island off the coast of Narragansett. It's it's called Block Island. So, a few things happen. Monty pats you on the shoulder as he's wont to do. It's kind of his go-to gesture of familiarity. He pl- he plunks the the jar down in front of you, and he says, "Oh, I shouldn't have had. Oh, it's too much. I'm I'm so overfull now. I'm gonna take a constitutional about the garden maze, and then." Uh, Mrs. Thatcher appears in the doorway to the dining, to the east dining hall, um, and says, Mrs. Octavia, Miss Octavia, there's a call for you. Oh. Oh, fantastic. I hope it's my friend. It's Felicity? Oh. 
that's one of my friends. <laughs> and now you're on the phone to each other. Hi, Octavia, are you okay? Hello. We were, we were worried about you. Are you doing all right? Sorry, this is Octavia speaking. With whom do I have the pleasure of speaking? It's it's Felicity. Oh, Felicity, it's <laughs> we wonderful went to, the to hear from together. you. Are you doing okay? <laughs> Look, Vi oh, will God. follow proper phone etiquette, even if Felicity <laughs> won't. I just found out there's a film called The Block Island Sound, which appears to be oh. vaguely Lovecraftian. Ooh, I'm, def- I'm definitely going to get high and watch it tonight. That anyway, sounds cool. Um, so, back on the- this phone call. Uh, but uh, are you doing all right? Bye. I'm doing quite well. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, uh, we're fine. We've reunited Annie Rose and Hilda. They seem... Quite happy. Oh, I'm very relieved I could help. Felicity, are you talking to Vi? Yeah, she seems as, fine. A- ask her about the earthquake. Oh, yes. Did you did you feel that earthquake? Yes. Very strange. Very frightening. I mean, it was... It was... It wasn't too bad. It wasn't the most shocking thing to happen in the last 24 hours. I mean, it's no uh, nightmare fighting with your ex-husband, but... So, I know, like, we... Okay, how do I put this? I know that we usually end up... You know, you end up working with me uh, on my quests. But usually I don't have to ask for that. You just know somehow to help me with my quests. Well, I think we were helping Serena with her quest. Uh, sure, if you want to put it that way. Um... <laughs> <laughs> From Vi's perspective, every quest so far has been her quest that's, that everyone else has helped That's come, certainly coming across to both me, the player, and Felicity. <laughs> okay, um, cool. I'm not sure I've ever done this really before. Uh, do you... So... I, um, do you want to meet up? And talk about a quest, like a, a, an adve- a adventure thing to do. Um, what what kind of an adventure? Well, it's important. Uh, sure. I will. Uh, shall I ask Serena? Oh, um, yeah. If you think she'll be helpful. <laughs> Uh, Serena, do you wanna do you wanna go on an adventure with Vi? I don't know what it is. She won't tell me. Uh, she just says it's important. I, I, I kind of was hoping to relax a bit after that whole city of the gods stuff, but um, like I guess when when do we need to? I, I was kind of hoping to to go and sort out some stuff on my camera and maybe develop the photos I took, but I'm if it's urgent, I guess. I'm going to help along with this, and uh, because we'd still have the rest of the downtime to get to. Um, Mrs. Thatcher hands uh, by a memo that we can just say she relays, which uh, or relays the pertinent information, which is that it's, you know... Um, Vi, one more thing. Pierre will be ready to take you out to, uh, out to Archer's plant first thing in the morning. 
he's he's busy doing me some uh some running me some errands today oh love and kisses uncle monty shall i just like intervene and say do you guys want to meet at the library <laughs> yeah we yeah, see sure. we see uh, a spinning cartoon of batman come out of the screen and go back into the screen and now vi is at the library <laughs> hello i've arrived at the library Wow, how did you get here so fast? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that fast. Pierre dropped you off on the way to errands. There we go. Um, should we do Serena first? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You okay there, so funny? I'm. I just. I. 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 I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> also, in Dice Funk, I've been playing in a village where everything is walking distance, and a driver is not necessary for any part of it. And the logistics <laughs> yeah, of who gets to use the driver is not necessary for any part of it. And people that have to call each other on the phone, they just go and see each other. It's, you know, fantasy has some advantages in its low tech situation. <laughs> so, uh, before the library scene, um, should we check in on Serena going to see Randy? Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Um, you said you were, you know, hesitant because of your unsure feelings about the town council. Yeah, I think, I mean, most of the hesitancy about town council stuff, um, was from, like, previous event. Like, in the last whole Dreamlands thing, they didn't seem to be implicated, as far as we can tell. Hmm. So, I, I, no, she's definitely still cautious, but Randy's always been good to her, so... I think she'll go in acting like normal, but but be, like, while doing that, like, try to see if she can glean any more info. Okay, cool. Hey, uh, there's my favorite photographer. Hey, Randy, how's it going? Good, I got the, those uh, chemicals in from the analysis we did on the that strange photo stock you brought me. Oh, yeah, yeah, did you find out anything interesting? You know, uh, it's pretty normal stuff. Stuff you uh, could probably get if you were real good at distilling stuff out of a, a car battery and a, a half gallon of Sunny D, honestly. But I don't know how successful you're going to be at making this, so I got you a few rolls of uh, Archie's as well. And um, he, oh, great, uh, thanks. Yeah, puts up on the counter the same stock, the same photo stock you were using before Winkleman uh, burned it. Um, Archie's photo film. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Um I'll just take these so so um how 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 are things? How's the the construction going nearby? Uh, you know, the in the the plaza. Oh, the plaza? Yeah. Yeah, I uh I think they're going to be done in a week or so. God, I hope so. It's uh it's an eyesore to see a whole scaffolding business every day at the front of my store. Got any scoops for a uh, an up and coming reporter? Oh, town gossip. Uh, yeah, there was a big you know earthquake this morning. Don't know if you noticed. Yeah, <laughs> I I thought that. Um, fun, you know, funny, funny thing. You don't normally get them in these parts, do you? You gonna put that in the paper, Serena? Narragansett Cryer, big earthquake happens. Well, I mean, feel like nobody needs telling about it, right? I mean, I guess it's not news, but it's the sort of thing that you gotta report on, you know. Suppose it is. Well, I'll watch out for you uh, on the front page. Yeah. Um. Thanks, Randy. Um. Out of ca- so, what what's the name of the film I've been using previously? Archie's. Archie's. So, it's funny. I've been using this Archie's stuff. I- I've noticed my photos. They ain't been coming out like they used to. Do Do you know? 
Do you know the guy now if he puts anything, you know? Because I back back um back when I learned learned all this stuff, I I was making my own, and you know, there's you, you, you there's a lot of false starts and stuff, but this it's so it's so reliable. Clear photos every time. Sure is. Uh, what's uh what's been wrong with the the snaps you've been taking since? Oh, uh, just you know, people, just not things not how I remember them when I when I took the shot. But I, I mean, I guess that's <laughs> I gotta be honest, Serena. That. that sounds like a you problem and less of a technical problem. Maybe you want to go to the doctor to get your head checked. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> she gives a sort of like the sort of laugh when someone's made a like someone thinks they've made a joke, but you don't find it that funny. But you're trying to like act uh, like yeah, you do. Yeah, and an, ob- an obligatory laugh. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, um, how, how much do I owe you for all this? Uh, you know, I know it's a tight spot for you at the moment, Serena. You can just owe me it. Actually, I'm, I'm doing, you know, I've, I've had a few jobs recently. I've got a, I've got a bit of money. I can oh. at least clear, clear some of, some of my, uh, tab, as it were. Well, <laughs> I mean, it was pretty expensive, but, uh, sure. It's six dollars the lot. Oh, uh, that's, yeah, okay. Um, here you go. And she, um... She pulls out a crisp $10 bill that um, Octavia gave her. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Right. <laughs> Didn't Octavia nice. give her $100? Okay, but what was it in? It was probably a $100 bill. Oh, Jesus Holy fuck. Christ. Uh, she gives him a crisp $100 and is like, I will need change for that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Randy's like, Oh, uh, well, I might yeah, have to take sorry. out a loan to get you the change on that, honestly. I, Jeez. You ain't got anything smaller? Uh, I'm trying to give you this stuff and uh, you can just owe me. I mean, I mean, you want to go to the I, bank to, to get that Serena, Serena probably would have, would have smaller. I was just trying to, I was trying to do a bit, but it's... No, let's <laughs> leave it like this. I like it. I like it. Um, she kind of awkwardly takes it back and is like, yeah, don't worry, I gotta... I gotta <laughs> <laughs> uh... Again, it's funny. <laughs> it's fine for you to just come back and pay later. So if you want to just take, nah, she she's she's got a ten. I think I think she was like just like, uh, <laughs> just slides it across the counter. And is like I, I can't. <laughs> uh, you want to roll psychology for me right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't have to. Randy thinks you're being a knob. <laughs> no, I I. <laughs> He picks up that you were trying to show off you had a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> I was I, I was gonna let him keep some of the change. <laughs> I can just Yeah. Oh this this whole see this is why I have anxiety about talking to people in shops. <laughs> Your friendship with Randy is irre- is irreparably damaged. Anyway, no! so you wanna go <laughs> But you know what? Having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. So let's go. I have heard that. To the library. So to, wait, before we start next thing, to confirm, I now have two rolls of, I have two different film stocks. Uh, you have not yet created. Oh, okay. No, I have. Okay. You. Yes. You will need access to a dark room or chemical laboratory. I think so. in that case, um, that's what Serena will do tonight before we go to that's do a, valid a choice. new adventure next session. That's a valid choice. We'll need to do a roll when we get there, but that's fine. Yes, yes. Um, and I think with two rolls, uh, please excuse listeners if I'm just way off the mark here, but with two rolls of Archie's, I'm going to say that you have um, that you have 20 photos you can take. Okay. I mean, I I don't think I'm going to use all of those. Anyway, yeah, it's so. more to do with yeah, it's more to do with giving you a 
a, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a certain number of photos than it is to do with how much I cool. think is actually in a role of photo film. Thank um, you. Yeah. So um, you're all going to the library. Why don't you all give me a spot hidden as you all <laughs> meet up outside the library in the plaza and go into the library? What's what's up? Spot hidden time. How? Eleven. Maybe I'll do well Another this time. Another extreme success. 45. Yeah, baby, a three. I what? see that. Okay, I get it. <laughs> so, so... <laughs> I see that thing. Joe's Joe's showing off with her with her new high skill, but she only gets a regular success, but the two of you got incredibly good rolls and get yeah. extreme success. I'm so mad right yeah. now. <laughs> um, so what all three of you notice is that as you're going about town, um, there are people who are um, coughing and itching. Like, it's a noticeable thing that people in town, a lot of them seem to have a cough and have a bit of an itch today. More than, you know, more than usual. Um, and the thing that um, Vi and Felicity noticed specifically is uh, that there are, like the 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 cats around the town plaza seem to be hanging out and keeping an eye on you. Intra- oh wait, what, I, I that's so thoughtful. Most oh, that's particularly, ominous. most particularly, keeping an eye on Serena. That's so thoughtful. Um, I kind of again like l- like my like kind of look at them. Are they like looking me in the eyes? Serena doesn't notice the cats. Oh. Uh, okay. Serena, have you noticed? I feel like uh, that th- these cats are taking a real liking to you after, you know. Huh? Oh, um. It's like they're all watching you. Can I? Okay, now. Do I now notice the cats? <laughs> yeah, you've had it pointed out to you. Ah. Uh, funny, I hadn't. And then, can I, like, stare one in the eyes? Yeah, it stares back, like cats do. Okay. Um. Can, can I make like a animal psychology roll? No, there's a there's a skill for this. It's nat- natural world. There you go. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna make an animal a natural like just to see if this like because cats sometimes just you know do weird stuff, right? Oh yeah, it's probably just a coincidence. I feel like this makes mo- most sense in terms of like <laughs> noticing if their behavior is a bit funny. Uh, that is not a success. No. Well, I tried. Um. Yeah, you don't know much about these cats, but you can all give me an occult roll if you want. Oh, hell yeah. I... Sure. I know this is just roll city, but you've, you've walked across a, a trigger of nope. a place. <laughs> My occult is for. 20, I rolled a Did 74. Did our occult go up after the last session? If you used occult at any point, then yes. Well, it might have gone up. Um... I don't think I did. Don't think so. Yeah, it depends whether you rolled against it successfully. Yeah, I didn't think I did. Yeah. One under. I'm trying to remember if we rolled. One under? Yeah. Oh, one over even, sorry. Aww. Yeah. Well, you could use your I luck. I'm trying to remember if we used it last time. Oh, yeah. Because it's a luck thing. That'll, it'll I never run gonna, out. I am going to use my luck. Luck notoriously does never run out. That's <laughs> that's what they say about luck. They actually say your, your luck's never going to run out. Very similar okay. to an orgone and pyramid and not. Stop. <laughs> Cease. If you, you can just use one luck if you want to get it down to yeah. successful. Yeah. Okay. Um, Felicity, and it's probably the funniest that this happens to Felicity. Um, here's a guy yelling. 
And the the where the place that it's coming from is that there's actually an old abandoned house uh, on the north side of the plaza that people mostly ignore. It's Depression era. Abandoned houses aren't actually the most unusual thing. Uh, and but suddenly you see a guy who you've never seen before in town standing on the doorstep of that house yelling at you and waving his arms and you triggered one of my side quests <laughs> finally <laughs> you've triggered my side quest i draw three additional quests uh, this is a real short little quest that we can complete within the downtime session it's great yeah okay here's the here's the intro Fitzwilliam Frost's ship, the Frost Shepherd, brought the first long-term inhabitants to Narragansett. Frost's enterprise and fame preceded him the rest of his life, practically Rhode Island royalty. Frost's eldest son, Fitzwilliam II, made a killing on the stock exchange in 1713 when he used a new technique called insider trading to get ahead of the competition and invest in tea and spices. Fitzwilliam II's son, George, would found the third largest cigarette company in the new United States of America, retiring early when his shares were bought out by monopolists, and his son, Fitzwilliam III, would be known as Ulysses S. Grant's personal opium supplier. And his son, Fitzwilliam IV, was absolutely certain that taking large quantities of opium would allow him to speak to ghosts and travel in time. This is a side quest called Frost Stream. <laughs> Serena, why is that strange man yelling at us? Hey! Hey, you three! Hey, can you see me? I, uh, hey, you I don't know. Hey, you see me! Please come over here! Please don't not come over here! If you if you don't come over here, no one's ever gonna see me! No one ever sees me! Felicity, Please come over here! Felicity, just act like Please. we can't see him. Please come over here! Hey! Felicity puts on the knuckle dusters and yells, LEAVE US ALONE! <laughs> no, no, now he knows! Well, hold on. <laughs> he might have something important to say. <laughs> you know, in my experience, crazy guys on the street don't generally, you know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna engage you in Hegelian dialectics. I have something. a lot of money. I, I'll give you the money. Oh, that's what or they all say. Maybe, maybe he will have something of. of I of have a treasure work. chest in this, in my house. They don't all say that. Mm. But I can't get in, and he he waves his hand towards the door, and his. And his now, what you now realize is translucent hand passes through the door. Okay, well that you have oh. my interest again. Now Felicity is twigging that there might be something else going on. <laughs> Consider my interest peakwayed. <laughs> you kind of lost me at the money thing, but you have my interest again. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly inverted responses. <laughs> um. And he's a, he says, Miss, could you please just open the door for me? Is that is that a ghost? No, I'm just dreaming. Oh. Uh, oh. Oh, uh, uh, wait. Uh, I, hmm. We were just doing that too. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. Well, I couldn't have, I couldn't have locked out more. You already know. Uh, listen, I need to get inside my house. Can you just like walk through the door? No, it's dream logic. Have but, you met the friend? But if the it, who? The, the, the public universal friend. Hmm. Public universal? Sounds communist. 
<laughs> yeah. Buddy, if I was you, I'd just walk through the door. <laughs> I can't walk through the door. I'm dreaming here. I would simply walk through the door. But, 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 <laughs> exactly. Um, but your hand's going through, so just keep going, you know? No, I don't have physical presence. I can't open the door, and but I can't pass through it because it's a doorway. It's dream logic. Please just open this door for me. Do you have to be in- I'll let you I... have my treasure chest. Have you tried? What do you- Yes, I've been trying all this time, and I've been yelling to you all this time, and no one ever sees me. Okay, well, I, 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 just, I just think that you should walk through the door, but I guess we can open it. <laughs> <laughs> do you open his door? Uh, don't, don't uh, actually, I think Serena goes to the hand and is like, wait, why, what's inside here? This isn't going to be like some heinous, you know, monster shit. Okay, look, I don't know what's inside here. I'm dreaming into my future. My dream, as far as I can tell, I mean, I've been looking at the newsies, it looks like I'm dreaming about 50 years into my future, and I want to know why my house is all decrepit and abandoned. Mm. What did you say your name was? I, and, and the ghost uh, straightens up, puffs up his chest, and he says, I am Fitzwilliam Frost the Fourth. Oh, pleasure to make your acquaintance. I am Octavia Bancroft the First. Bancroft? Oh my goodness. So you're the next generation of Bancroft. Golly me! Oh, you know what? This might. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? This might be really fortuitous, actually. I, uh, I have this gel that I'm looking to offload onto someone. <laughs> uh, uh, please, you know, I I still don't know what's in my house. Please don't try and put anything in there. I I don't know if I died or anything, and I. I, I would rather my house preserved as it was left, except my treasure chest. You can have that. Okay, but how do you know it's in there? I can say, like, also... Well, maybe I just moved away, locked? but I can't move much further than Narragansett in this one dream. Surely the door's, like, locked. I don't know. I can't physically touch it. I, I mean, like, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, I think we're better off just like. No, well, I'm sorry, pal, but if we save you, then you might do something to hurt us, because you'll be in the past. <laughs> I don't think I can be saved. What do you mean? Why do you want inside well, the house? Well, you know, though? everybody. Everybody moves on eventually. I intend to dream my way out when my time comes. Just go on to the dreamlands and live there. Okay, but why do you need into the house then? Well, I'd like to know what I left behind. That sounds fair enough. Do you open the door? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, inside is a fairly large house. It seems to be, you know... Fairly well furnished, but it doesn't look like it's been inhabited in decades. There's cobwebs everywhere um, in the main entry hall that you open the doorway into. There's a dark wood, beautiful staircase leading up to the second and third stories of this big, big house. And, um, but yeah, it just looks like no one's been there in a really long time. And the ghost wanders in. He says, 
Oh, thank you so much. I, this is so exciting. Now, to find my diary. Your diary? Well, I want to know. I want to know when, what, what happened. For me right now, it's 1872. My goodness. Specifically, it's September 2nd, 1872. And I want to see what happens. This is the joy of time-traveling dreams. Do you know what the time is, what year it is now? The newspaper said it was 1920. You know, we could just tell you what happens. But I want to know what happened to me. Oh. And he, like, um, floats up the stairwell uh, and up to a higher floor. Well, I presume that you just died. And he calls down the stairs. Yeah, I probably did, but I hope that I dreamed my way out. Well, wouldn't... Well, hold on. Wouldn't... Don't... Would... You'd have to dream your way from here, right? Or are you gonna go back in time from right now? And then you hear from upstairs him go, Oh, no. Hey, buddy, are you there? Oh, no. I get, I get the feeling that something might be wrong. Do you go upstairs? Yeah, let's go upstairs. When you get to the next floor up, where um, the, it's evidently, like, his bedroom. He's, he's, he's sitting on the floor outside what is evidently his bedroom. And it's really obvious that, again, even though, like, dust covers everything and there are these huge cobwebs... There was some kind of really violent struggle here. Oh no. Oh no. The door is uh, battered off its hinges and there are things strewn all about the place. Uh, books, like pages have flown loose from them. The The bed itself is like, all the, all the bedclothes have been pulled off it. Oh As if no. someone was dragged out of their bed. Buddy, I think you might be dead. <laughs> Well, yeah, no shit. If you dream yourself 50 years in the future, you'll probably be dead too. Well, I mean, people live... Oh, I'm sorry for snapping at you. I'm just taking this a little hard. What do you think happened? (sighs) Well, I guess the council probably came for me in the end. Wait, the council? Yeah, you know, the town council. Spooky fellas. What do you mean... Orchestrating a sinister conspiracy, they drag people away and they replace them. You've not noticed any of this? How long have you been living in Narragansett? Wait, that... Probably not as long as me. (laughs) Wait, no, 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 wait. They're the ones replacing people. Wait, this... No, they're actually the good guys. (laughs) (laughs) He says, you've been to the Dreamlands and you can talk to ghosts and you don't get this? Wow, you're a bit slow on the uptake, eh? (laughs) Ha ha! If they were replacing the people I took photos of, I mean, they, they were kind of, you know, people around town that were involved in things, but why would... Why, why would they get... Why me? Maybe they just really like your photos. While Serena's having this moment uh, of reflection, um, Frost, who is kind of bouncing back and forth between, like, ribbing people and... Like, remembering where he is, seeing the stuff, and getting really bummed out by it in a kind of cyclical way. Um, he He turns to Felicity and he says, You know, miss, could you do me a favor? Would you go and get my diary from the from the dresser? 
I guess I knew that the council might come for me sooner or later, but I'd just like to know how long I have. Well, you say that you're a dreamer, but I know that you're not the only one. Is it possible for you to make your way to the dreamlands before they come for you? Yeah, so if I know when the night's going to be, then I can just go to the dreamlands then. Oh, smart. Yeah, you should do that. <laughs> My diary should be in the third drawer down on the left. Uh, okay, uh, is, wait, is this it? Yeah, you pull open the third drawer down on the left, and it's, uh, there's a little black leather-bound journal. And he says, oh yes, that's my diary. Now flip back from the end and tell me when the earliest empty page is. That's probably when I was taken. Okay. You flip back from the end of the book and you find the earliest empty blank page on September 3rd, uh, 1872. Wait. Didn't you say you were from 1872? Why? What date does it say? September 3rd. Oh. That's tomorrow morning. Oh. Uh, Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations? What do you mean? Well, the the days Jeez, I have to go to the dreamlands tonight, that means. Right. Oh, but I haven't said goodbye to my... Just go from here. But I haven't said goodbye to my dog. Oh. (laughs) Well... Oh, no. If we see... I really would have liked to see... Uh, I would have liked to see Rosie one more time. Oh. And he sinks down to the floor, like, cross-legged, with his head in his hands. He's really bummed out by this. I'm very Aww. sorry, <sighs> Well, I suppose there's worse things. I mean, what? Do you, do you want to read the entry? If you see an old, old woman by any chance called Rosie, tell her to... Go to the dreamlands, I guess? Oh, she won't know what that is. I suppose you could... Wait, what did you say? Do you, are, you, are you gonna read the entry? What was that sound? What did you... No, wait, no, get off me! And he uh, looks like he's being shaken where he is. Oh. And then he disappears. Yeah. Ah. Um, can I... I tried to warn him. I, I think that we should read the entry. Of what? The, the last <laughs> entry he made? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it says, took a lot of opium today. It was really good. I love opium. <laughs> Might fuck around and try to dream myself 50 years into the future. <laughs> <laughs> My experiments at dreaming have carried me further and further forward, but so, so far no one has been able to notice me. Aww. Aww. We noticed him. Just in time. Uh, uh, sorry, I was gonna sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I thought okay. he was just gonna turn out to be a ghost, but. No, he was a dreamer. He, he was a dreamer. Now he's a ghost. Now he's a ghost. Can, wait, but. Uh, <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> we just, I know we just left the library, but can we go and look up, like, see if there's any. Oh, you were on your way to the library. You can absolutely go in the library. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's let's fine. see. Like, is is microfiche still? A, I mean, it probably wouldn't be at this point, but they'd have <laughs> newspaper archives. Yeah, they'd have newspaper archives. Give me a library use roll yeah. if you want to do that. You gonna find out about Fitzwilliam Frost the Fourth? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Can we ask Hilda to help us? 
Yeah, Helder is there. Um, okay. Oh, hey, Lila- Serena. Hey, 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 Hilda, how's it going? Thanks for letting us crash last night. Um, yeah, absolutely no worries. Listen, there's a, a weird thing going on at the school. Oh? Well, Annie Rose oh, went and checked out uh, her yeah. job, and there's some kind of um, archaeologist who's been digging around, and there's something under there. Apparently uh, this all happened in the last week. There's something under the school, and uh, this archaeologist wants to wanted to investigate it, but I don't know. People have been saying there's weird stuff around the dig site, and that, and now, um, well, one of the custodial staff's gone missing. Huh. Hmm. I don't know. You were able to help with our missing persons case before. It's all. It's entirely possible someone's just taken something valuable from the dig site and made off with it. Yeah, I guess. Um. May we we can we can go ha- have have a look at that um quickly though before we do this is gonna sound odd but do you have um like census records for for this town or um like old old newspapers that kind of thing oh sure we got them both and um you can give me a library libraries roll since you asked for Hilda's help you can have a bonus dice yeah Ooh, baby. my libraries is 70 oh nice 100 91 pretty good, good thing i've got a bonus dice <laughs> yep that's yep wow okay are you kidding me amazing <laughs> joe just rolled a nine with her bonus die meaning that I... her roll is still 91 i'm ah. Uh... <laughs> Anybody else want to use the library for anything? <laughs> yeah, someone else go. <laughs> Astonishing stuff. I I hate it here. <laughs> you hate it at the library? No. I, I'll do, I'll do a roll to try and do the same thing. Mm. Fifty-seven. And my library is forty-five. Okay. Yeah. What are you trying to look up? Yeah. Uh, let's. I want to look up the any uh, newspaper clippings about Fitzwilliam the Fourth. You don't find any Fitzwilliam the Fourth. Um. Yeah, Fitzwilliam the Second had a son George Fitzwilliam. Uh, then George had a son Fitzwilliam the Third, and then Fitzwilliam the Third had a son George the Second. Huh. Oh. And uh, looks like he was really successful. Mm. Took the money he inherited from his father, made more money with it. Mm. Same as uh, same as it ever was. Did they replace the fail sons? While we're here, I bet no, but we wouldn't know. Uh... Wouldn't know what? Well, because the, the way people are replaced, they don't. Yeah, you tried to look for uh, uh, for for Basingstoke before, and all you found was Basildon. Exactly. So, yeah, like, when right. they're replaced, all documentation of them is replaced as well. It's yeah. like, so, so there's, we wouldn't be able to find evidence of of historic disappearances because the, well, no evidence is ever created. Yeah, that's the kind same of as up. the same as Serena didn't disappear. Right. Wait. Wait. How what? are they doing this? You all have a heart to heart about the town council. Is that what's going on? Or yeah, because he said. 
I was just say it I was I was puzzling through if Felicity would have picked up what was going on, but he did explicitly say that he was going to be replaced, that the town council was going around replacing people. Yeah. Felicity knows that you know they've they've Felicity and Serena have seen Basingstoke disappear and be replaced by Basildon. So you know, true facts, Queen. She's like, <laughs> how how are they doing this? It's okay if you want to take a minute and, like, you know, Felicity and Serena work on their theories. I don't know if Vi I mean, will I, contribute I, to them because she actually has answers and has been told not to tell them. So <laughs> I, I don't think that that Serena particularly has theories even, just because, like... Is this what happened to you? Who maybe? are you? Serena... Serena Stoker. I I wasn't born in I wasn't born in this town, so I, I I'm not going to be on any records anyway. But. But were you someone else? What do you mean? Was I someone else? You no. Said... No, I think I'm the someone else that was replaced. Hmm. But, wait, hang on. Do I remember the name of? This the 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 person who I've been replaced with. Simon Stoker, you do, yeah. Simon Stoker. Do I remember that he's called Simon? I think, uh, yeah, you've had a, enough contact and it's been a, a, an important enough thing that you yeah. probably would. That would be I... something hard to forget, I imagine. I, I yeah, see... I feel like. <laughs> could I could I look at, like, recent, or even, like, old articles in the Narragansett Witness, see if there any are written by him? Uh, yeah, give me a library use roll. Come on, let's not fuck it up. Six! Hey! Oh, shit. Extreme success. Ask nice. me as many questions as you like about Simon Stoker in the newspapers. Um, has he... I mean, is he a reporter for the Narragansett Witness? Yes. How long does it seem like he's been working there? Four years. Bef- so, okay, so before I was vanished. Yes. Okay. Um... Is there any, like, particular through line in his stories? He's a photojournalist. Oh, okay, so he, he, okay, he just does he seems photo. to be a He seems to be a prominent photojournalist for the Okay, but, but the, the, the types of things that he ends up getting photos for, the stories that he reports on, what sort of... Honestly, whatever they, whatever they need, it's not that big a paper, so he reports on okay. politics, he reports on crime, he reports on the county fair, he reports on new shops opening, he does anything that needs a photo. Does it, does this, does the library have, like, a yellow pages? That's not, like, you know, <laughs> like, is there a oh. way for me to find out where he lives? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it's something circle... I've never really considered before, but, like... We can circle back to that, but um, you find one more thing, which is an article that the, um, the Narragansett Witness published under... Um, Editor's announcements. Okay. And it's an article not fe- well featuring a photo, like featuring a photograph, but not by Simon Stoker. It's a photograph of Simon Stoker. And you could recognize him because you saw a picture of him with your parents. Yeah. Does she recognize him from the dream? You also saw him in your dream. That's true too. <sighs> yeah, I did. And... 
the article is about him getting married e- to a woman called Eleanor. Um, what a completely normal name I've never heard before. Uh does it does it does it give her maiden name? Yes. Is it Avery? Yes. Ah! <laughs> you recognize her in the picture. It's a picture of their wedding day. Ah! It's a perfect flash photo moment as everyone throws confetti on the bride and groom. Um, and it looks like it was about eight months ago. Eight months. Oh no. Out of character, I've just had a a horrifying realization, but it's nothing to do with. Uh, it's nothing to do with Serena's reaction. I mean, she's she's obviously like very upset. Um, mm. but like. For the less attentive listeners, who is Eleanor Avery? <laughs> yeah, for those less attentive listeners. Yes. Um... Eleanor Avery is who Serena saw in her, in like the dream sequence bit we had when we first came to the dreamland. She was a close friend of Serena's at college. Um, and there was like some chemistry there. And oh, I apparently Serena there was. Yeah. It would be more. Um, but but uh, Eleanor had to move away back to West Virginia um, for unspecified family reasons, and so they got got separated. And though they communicated for a little while afterwards, the letters eventually stopped. Right. Um, and it's one of Serena's like big regrets was falling out of touch with her. Uh, it's it's a whole. There's a lot of stuff to unpack. Like it, it's a yeah. Um, which makes this, uh, <laughs> harder. Yeah, especially because, you know, Not when in, in Serena's dream, the worst thing that she could dream of was this happening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Weird. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so I, um, to, to, uh, pull back the curtain a second, uh, need, um, a discussion between the three character, the three player characters. That will lead to a choice between um, going to William Henry Archer's plant and investigating the school. Those are the two quests, and you got to pick because this is the last quest. You won't get to do both. This is the last quest before the end game begins. So well, uh, you got to talk about your theories, whatever, make decisions. Obviously, and I'm just going to step back, and you, you three, got to decide now. Obviously, as characters. Uh, we don't know that, so yeah, it would make sense for us to just go to the school, right, to investigate, thinking that we we can do, but the car thing tomorrow. Yeah, like because 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 yeah, but this I mean I mean for the record we could say like to to not avoid what would basically just be like an uh, an uninformed error. Uh, we could say that, like, it's it's fr- maybe we could say it's Friday and it'll be Saturday tomorrow, so you can investigate that's, when the, yeah, let's the go kids that. aren't that there. That makes most sense. Yeah. And so it's a and okay. so I'm saying that you have to choose, so that you you wind up at the point where you have to choose because it would be the school tomorrow or the plant tomorrow. Uh, okay. Well, I think that Vi would definitely 
share like what she knows about the plant, uh, but she's looking for the right time in which to share everything else that she learned because uh, she does right. want to do that, <laughs> but she also knows okay. that it's not safe to do that uh, pretty much a lot of places. Okay. Well, one thing to consider is that the plant would be out of town. Right. That's what she's thinking. Hmm. But St- Wait, so does Serena know that the plant is the place where they make the film roll? Yeah, uh, Vi would share that information for sure. Okay. Basically, she would just say, um, I've got an adventure to go on that I was given <laughs> by my uncle Monty on behalf of the town council. We can help them out if we find out what's going on at this plant outside of town. Okay, but now now with the recent revelations, I feel like Serena doesn't think that the film was important anymore. Or like any like the ca- like she thought the camera was, but now she doesn't. She feels like the uh space frangie lied to her and <laughs> <laughs> like it's just the council replacing people. I mean, well, yeah, if you think about it, like, if she, like, because she, when she was reported, just, like, she did try and kind of push to be on cases that were, like, relevant. Right. And so if if she, it like, it just so happened that the people she was photographing were all, like, tied up in something else, they would have all been disappeared, like, right. And maybe anyway. if she'd seen like the wrong thing or something without knowing it, then she could have been. And I, I think she well. believes the spider. Um, I can't remember his name. Oh, the spider! The... I just referred to as the spider. To be fair. Oh, okay. Um... I couldn't remember if he had a name, but um, I think she believed like he seemed like to know way more than he should, and and also seemed to like be fairly neutral, and also now that she thinks about it, she didn't take a picture of Basingstoke. Out so... of character, the one thing I will say is just, like, I'm, not, I'm trying to not guide your decision-making here, because it should, should just be a discussion between your characters. Yeah. But the one thing I will say is that it, ma- like, the it is an important decision whether you're going to be in town or out of town. You can, like, you should weigh the pros and cons of that from various angles. Right. There's also the issue of, like, with this revelation that that Serena's just gotten, I feel like she kind of wants to go investigate that over anything else. Right. What revelation? But I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, like... Like, she wants to go search for Simon? Simon. Oh. But then that, like, it, like... But then there's also the thing of, like, when she interrogated Basildon... He, like, functionally it didn't seem like he knew any... Like, he didn't seem like he knew anything was involved in the conspiracy as far as you could tell. It was just like he'd been, you know, replaced. If you're sharing this information in character, then Vi would say, Oh, well, if if the town council might be involved in whatever you're looking into, maybe we should find out what they are, are so interested in about the plant outside of town. That's... I, yeah, I think she probably was, like, stream consciousness, consciousing, like I was, consciousnessing. <laughs> she was, yeah, 
uh, she was and, Twitch and streaming her consciousness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think that, and I, I think actually that comment from Vi probably does tip it in that direction. Um, she definitely wants to still like do her camera stuff like tonight, but uh, well, how much does Vi know about this school thing? Pretty much what we were all together. They all heard when together. Yeah, we spoke to Hilda. Is there any reason to suspect that the town council is involved in that as well? I think they I think might have mentioned that, right? suspect that the council might be involved in everything. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. was an archaeologist, <laughs> but there's no reason. Uh, uh, there's no, like, textual reason, like, definitive reason to suspect the town council beyond speculation. I mean, I feel, I feel like it's cropped up. Like they've cropped up so many times, and like that ghost guy. Like we didn't just imagine that. That literally just happened, and he, you know. Uh, it, in terms of what all the information Serena has, it's the most pressing question to be answered. What the council are up to? Yeah. Right. So what? How, how do you think Serena would seek those answers, like, out of the two? I think, kind of... I think going to the plant. Right. Because it's, like, very explicitly kind of connected to the council in a way that, I mean, there's a guy, like, the school, I mean, I guess the council are probably implicated in things going on at the school to some degree, but, you know. I'm sorry if I missed this, but does Felicity have a, a leaning? Uh, not not especially. I think like the idea of going on an out of town adventure sounds quite exciting, but it, it's literally <laughs> it's, just it's like curiosity. Just, just where she's going to spend the next few days is the only deciding factor yeah. for her. That's that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, does she want to go to a school where they dug something up? Eh. Does she want to go to out of town plant where they dug something up? Eh. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and then there's just Serena over there being like, "There was loads of excavation all around the town. I figured I'd want to do some digging of my own." <laughs> <laughs> group consensus. Uh, group consensus is go to the is go to the film plant. I think. Yeah, I Felicity's happy to go with. It seems like Serena, Serena, like. Vi has obviously the strongest reason to go to the plant. Serena seems to be like wanting to go there to explore what the council is up to more. So Felicity's happy to go with that. Yeah, just at this very early stage after being revealed all this information, Vi wants to sort of play along a little bit, but she's definitely looking for an out. Anything last before you that you want to check in the library before you like wrap up? Uh, I want to look up if there's any stories about the hermit who lives in the swamp. Interesting. Yeah, give me a library use roll. Okay. And I will point out that he didn't show up at all in Serena's earlier, and, and Felicity's earlier research into um, folklore and legends of Narragansett. That is correct. He right. didn't show up okay. at any point there. Well, I succeeded. Yeah, that's a weird thing. He just doesn't show up anywhere. Okay. Well, it kind of, um, Hilda kind of made it sound like Annie Rose could have just been, like, making it up, or it's just some random guy, like, so that's not too suspicious or, like, strange that it doesn't drop. 
Yeah. You're also in a town where people constantly keep on appearing and disappearing, to be fair. Uh-huh, that is uh, true. <laughs> so, um, on the way out, yeah, um, before, I guess, Serena goes home and mixes some chemicals to see if she can make some film stock, um, Hilda says, Oh, Serena, you'll call back in later, right, to talk about the school thing? Uh... Maybe, Hilda, I'm... There's other things that have kind of... Something big is going on in this town, and I think we might be on the brink of finding out what, and... Wait. Whatever it is, it'll affect everyone. No, hang on, hang on. Listen. Give me a spot hidden roll. Hang on, listen. Okay. If you know something big is going on... can't fail this. If you know something big is going on, Annie Rose has been talking to me about the place she was, and how much she liked it, and if you know something's going to happen, do you think I should get out of this town? I... yes. You should get out of this town. I would say that, yeah, maybe today is... maybe maybe the next couple of days are a good time to take a, a short vacation. And as it were. So what's your spot hidden? Uh, my spot hidden is 85 and I wrote a 28, which is a hard success. On a hard success, um, all the way through your conversation, Hilda is like scratching at herself like she's itching a terrible rash. Oh. And when, uh, when you're done telling her there's a pause and she coughs horribly, it looks like there must be a painful cough. Huh? Hoda, are you, uh, you okay? <laughs> right as rain, what do you mean? Just, um... That... That just... It sounded painful. What sounded painful? You've been listening to the Rolling with Rainbows actual play podcast. The music for the podcast was created by Molly Noise. As well as the podcast, Rolling with Rainbows is a YouTube show for aspiring DMs who want to make their tabletop games as fun, safe, and inclusive as possible. Links to the show and to the Rolling with Rainbows Discord community are in the description of every episode. The podcast and show are funded by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash that 
and patreon.com slash curiovids.